Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello everyone and welcome back. Today we're doing another NFL Divisional Preview Special. I don't know if I've called them that before, but we're doing another one of them today. Uh, Today we're doing the NFC North and South. I am pumped, if you can't tell right now, because these are my two divisions closest to home. Let's go. Okay. We're going to start in the NFC North, though. Um, I hate to depress everyone, but we're starting with the Chicago Bears. Last season going 6-11 and and finishing third. Their over-under win projection, win total from FanDuel Sportsbook is 6.5 wins. And I am going under. That's right, under. Okay, here we go. We're going into it. The key additions to this team, Byron Pringle and Keel Harry from the Chiefs and Patriots, respectively, at wide receiver. The losses on this team, though, are going to hurt your head and your heart if you're a Bears fan. Khalil Mack left for the Chargers at linebacker. Jakeem Grant left for the Browns at wide receiver. Allen Robinson left for the Rams, another wide receiver. And Akeem Hicks left for the Buccaneers at defensive end. So let's talk about this replacement strategy that they went for. Byron Pringle and Keel Harry replacing Jakeem Grant and Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is projected to receive over 900 yards this season, just so you know. Neither of the two in the addition slot did that for their teams last season. Byron Pringle is all about speed, which they're going to need in terms of Justin Fields getting the ball out of his hands quick to avoid being sacked and hurt if he can't extend plays. And Keel Harry isn't Keel Harry. He can show up for some games, not for others. I'm not liking the outlook for the Bears here. I'm taking under six and a half wins, and I'm carrying it all the way back to the, oh, the window. You know, cash that ticket, baby. I'll take my money now. Next team we're talking about, another ticket to cash, if you ask me. The Detroit Lions went 3-13 and last season, finishing dead last in the NFC North. Over-under projected win total is the same at the, as the Bears at 6.5 wins. I hit that under super hard. I'm pretty sure I projected them to go 2-15 and or 3-13. and um, They didn't have any major losses, but their only key additions were DJ Chark at wide receiver from the Jaguars and Aiden Hutchinson drafted second overall out of Michigan to play defensive end, edge rusher, whatever you like to call it. DJ Chark is nothing absolutely special, and he's still going to have Jared Goff throwing to him. And Aiden Hutchinson is a rookie out of Michigan. I'm not expecting the world out of him, although I know he can produce it. I don't think that these two major additions, if you would like to call them that, are enough to add four wins to last year's team to get the seven wins. I'm taking under six and a half, and I'm going to cruise to that window to cash that ticket yet again. Jared Goff's still your quarterback, Detroit. I'm sorry. It's just the facts. Next team we got here is the Green Bay Packers. This is another one I'm not really sure what to make of. Um, last season going 13-4, and four, finishing first in the division, winning the NFC North. The over-under projected win total is 10.5. I'm taking the over just because Aaron Rodgers plays quarterback. They did lose two top receivers in terms of in terms of the names of which are Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, leaving for the Raiders and the Chiefs, respectively. 
they added Sammy Watkins from the Ravens and Jerron Reed from the Chiefs at defensive tackle. Sammy Watkins is a receiver who came out of Clemson, widely regarded for his speed and athleticism. Um, kind of never really added up in the NFL and produced to the level that was expected of him. Still has that speed, not to the greatest degree anymore. Um, didn't play as much and produce as much as expected with the Ravens last season. Jerron Reed has been a solid contributor on the defensive line uh, for the Chiefs, so I expect good things out of him. Again, losing Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and on the defensive side, Zadarius Smith at linebacker left for the Vikings, who we will cover next. Um, going 13-4 and last season, the losses that they have here, the additions that they've had here, I don't think they're going to get three losses worse, especially in the, the division that they're in. I mean, they play the Bears twice, the Lions twice, and whether you love or hate the Vikings, they play them twice as well. It's not exactly the strongest division, but easily could see them going 5-1 and one in the division, and that means they only have to win six games throughout the rest of the season. I think that's manageable for the Packers. Again, Aaron Rodgers is still playing quarterback. The defense is still solid. Uh, Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports the other day was saying how they have maybe the best quarter cornerback grouping in the entire league. So as long as they can cover up on defense and play offense, period, they're going to be in or winning most games this season. Ten and a half seems easy for me. I think I put them at 12 and 5, 11 and 6. I think they're going over 10 and a half wins. The last team in the division I kind of alluded to already, the Minnesota Vikings went 8-9 and nine last season, finishing second to the Packers. The projection this season is 9.5 wins. I have taken the under. The addition to the team, the solo key addition is Zadarius Smith, as mentioned from the Packers at linebacker, who is replacing Anthony Barr, who left for the Cowboys. That news just announced today, if you missed it. Recording this Wednesday. Um and Xavier Woods at safety, who is a notable name from this team for a while. Um, he might not be the best, but most people would know that he was a Vikings player if they watched any Vikings games. He's gone now. Um, new coach. I'm not sure what to expect from this team. I kind of, I think I had them at 9-8 and eight projection-wise for me. I'm not sure what to expect here. As most people know, Kirk Cousins being the quarterback, sometimes he's going to have a big game and throw for 300-plus yards and three touchdowns. Other games, he'll come out and throw for 150 yards and four interceptions. Dalvin Cook is probably the most consistent piece on that offensive front, whatever you like to call it, the offensive side of the ball. Playing running back, he's got a pretty decent projection going this year, but I don't think it's going to be enough to carry them to anything spectacular. If I remember correctly, last season the Vikings started off really hot and competitive with the Packers and then kind of just died off as the year progressed. I'm not confident in Kirk Cousins, personally. He's good for about five games a season where you go, wow, he's good. And that's about it. Losing Anthony Barr and Xavier Woods on defense, two cornerstone names there on that side of the ball for years in the past and only adding Zadarius Smith. I say only. I know he's pretty freaking good. Don't have to tell me. But only replacing them with one player, nothing else too spectacular going on for the Vikings. I'm not really sold on them. So now we're going to go to the odds. The betting favorite for the NFC North is the Green Bay Packers at minus 170. Unsurprisingly, 
Uh, second is the Minnesota Vikings plus 300, then the Detroit Lions plus 850, and the Chicago Bears plus 950. I like, if you're a betting person, I like the exacto order you can get on DraftKings with the Packers winning Minnesota Vikings second, Chicago Bears third, and Detroit Lions last. I believe that number is around plus 600, something like that. I took that bad boy, and I'm running it to the bank. I don't think the Lions are going to be much better at all, especially not better than the Bears, who were already 6-11 last season. And Justin Fields is just going to grow and develop more as he plays more. So I think the Bears are going to get better, stay better than the Lions, but I think the Packers are still going to run away with this division unless the Vikings take a massive step forward that is unprecedented to me and everyone that is listening right now because I'd like to think most of you are on my side with this one. Um, Yeah, Packers to win the NFC North for me is the bet to make, and you're not even giving up that much juice for something that seems pretty obvious at minus 170. Next up, we have the NFC South. First team we're going to talk about is the team everyone is predicting to be the worst in the NFL. We have the Atlanta Falcons last season going 7-10, finishing third in the division. Over under four and a half wins is projected for them. I picked the over, but by like one or two games, tops. I'm not confident by any means in it. And if you ask most other people, they'd say under. The only two major additions here are Marcus Mariota at quarterback from the Raiders and Drake London, who is drafted at wide receiver out of USC, which is good because Marcus Mariota is going to need someone that's as tall as Drake London to throw to because they've only really got Kyle Pitts and Drake London. So the key losses are much more staggering than the additions. They lost Matt Ryan in a trade to the Colts. Russell Gage left the team for the Buccaneers at wide receiver. Calvin Ridley, their other star wide receiver, is suspended for the year for gambling on games he was not in injured, but his team was playing. Hayden Hurst left at tight end to the Bengals, and Dante Fowler left from defensive end slash linebacker position, edge rusher kind of deal, to go to the Cowboys. So, yeah, I can see the Falcons getting worse and worse and worse. But um, these were pretty much the only additions and subtractions I found, even not even just big names. So I think this team is going to stay closer to the same as last season than is projected by others. But four and a half wins is still a scary number to me, and I would stay away from it. Um, I still think they'll probably finish last or second to last in this division. Depending on how this next team gets on, we're going to go to them right now. The Carolina Panthers last season going 5-12, and fourth dead last in the NFC South. Um, Over-under projection is six and a half wins. I nailed on to the under. I projected them to go like 1-16, something like that. Um, their key additions here, Baker Mayfield at quarterback and Xavier Woods at safety from the Vikings and Browns losses. We have Hassan Reddick going to the Eagles at linebacker and Stephon Gilmore leading to go to the Colts at cornerback. Um, yeah, the Panthers, baby. Their quarterback room consists of Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Matt Corral, who was just drafted this year out of Ole Miss. Matt Corral looked really good in college, but I don't think he fits into the system in place with Matt Rule in Carolina. Sam Darnold, we saw last year, through the first four or five weeks, he led the league in rushing touchdowns, and the Panthers started out, I believe, 4-1 and one or 3-2 and two in their first five games. Maybe even 4-0, and oh, if I remember correctly, in their first four, something like that. They started out absolutely ridiculous, 
and then just dropped off a cliff for the rest of the season. Um, I don't really expect anything great to come out of Carolina. Like I said, my projections might be a little extreme, but I only really see him winning three or four games. Baker Mayfield might go off for a couple throughout the year, but I don't see him doing enough to carry this team anywhere near the playoffs or even a winning winning record, quite frankly. So not very high on the Carolina Panthers, if you couldn't tell. So we're going to move on to our next team, which is the New Orleans Saints. The Saints this year. Last season went 9-8, and eight, finished second in the division. The over-under win total is 8.5. I'm saying over the additions here. We have Chris Olave drafted 11th overall, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Tyron, 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 holy cow, I am so sorry you have to listen to me do this right now. Tyron Matthew from the Chiefs at safety. Jarvis Landry from the Browns at wide receiver. Marcus May from the Jets at safety. There we go. We made it through. Um, Yeah, these are some great additions. The losses here we have. Teron Armstead, who left for the Dolphins at left tackle. Malcolm Jenkins retired from the cornerback position. And Marcus Williams left to go to the Ravens at safety. So Marcus May replaces Marcus Williams. No replacement for Malcolm Jenkins and no replacement for Teron Armstead. I'm assuming here, I haven't seen anything official. I said this is my win-loss projections. Maybe there has been official news. I haven't seen it. But for um, Jameis Winston returning as quarterback, I'm assuming that has happened. He's now going to have Chris Olave to throw to. Michael Thomas may or may not be back. We never know about Michael Thomas. Only Michael Thomas knows, and I don't even think he really knows. Jarvis Landry will be a new target. That will be exciting to see. As an addition to the room, if Michael Thomas plays and is healthy, adding Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry to the wide receivers room um, will be exciting. I think this team definitely wins over 8.5, even with the pending suspension of Alvin Kamara. I still think this team's going to win nine games. They did it last season, even without Jameis Winston for a good majority of it. So I'm taking over 8.5 for the Saints, another team I'm excited to watch this season. Last team we have to discuss in this episode, in this division, holy offense, it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some addition, or we're hopping right into the players. I didn't even get to tell you about last season. Last season, they went 13-4, and winning the NFC South. The over-under projection for their wins this season is 11.5, and, and I nailed onto that over. Um, additions to this team we got. Shaq Mason. Offensive guard from the Patriots. Julio Jones, Titans wide receiver. Russell Gage, a wide receiver from the Falcons. And Akeem Hicks, the defensive end from the Bears. All of these additions weighing out these losses to me of Ronald Jones at running back. Rob Gronkowski retiring at tight end. O.J. Howard leaving for the Bills at tight end. And Jordan Whitehead leaving at safety. Tom Brady, whether you want to argue or not, I'm just going to say one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You're probably correcting me right now and saying the greatest of all time. We're not here to argue. I'm just saying Tom Brady is going to have Mike Evans. Chris Godwin is expected to return from a torn ACL to start the season. Julio Jones and Russell Gage as wide receivers to throw to. And also, I believe Cameron Brait at tight end, who's supposed to be a young stud. Leonard Fournette is sticking around for running back purposes. Goodness me, this offense is going to be ridiculous. Adding Akeem Hicks on defense. Um, 
losing Rob Gronkowski, who only played about half the season or so, if I remember correctly, last year, Jordan Whitehead at safety. This team already had a decent defense. Losing the one safety shouldn't hurt them too terribly. Don't quote me. But I think this team is going to be exciting. Win at least 12 games. Over 11.5 wins for me. Winning the division probably again. Ooh, these Buccaneers are going to be dangerous. Fun to watch. Ooh, baby. I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah, now that I've already given away my pick, the odds for the division, um, heavy, heavy favorites are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus 290. New Orleans Saints second at plus 400. Carolina Panthers plus 950. Atlanta Falcons plus 2,500. I think if you're a risk, risk bet, a risky better. Let me speak English. I think the Saints are a good shout here. Um, depending on how the offense plays and if the defense can play consistently, um, the Saints would be a good shout to win the division at 400. Plus 400 is a good number. But I think as long as Tom Brady is healthy, the Buccaneers are the most obvious choice. And the books appear to agree with me being at minus 290. I just think that offense is going to be scary good. I mean, I listed off four receivers, a tight end, and a running back just off the top of my head that are going to be playing offense with Tom Brady, the, my opinion, best quarterback of all time. Throwing to them, having an abundance of weapons is a scary thing for him to have for the rest of the league. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers to win the NFC South. Um, I kind of flew through those two divisions. I was so excited. I didn't even think. I didn't even slow down or anything so um that's all for this episode hopefully you're enjoying these so far i have a few more to come i can't wait to put them out so excited i'm loving doing all of this hopefully you guys are enjoying it just as much as me um next time i will do the nfc east and west divisions so i will talk to you then Bye bye